0: talking with composer Clint Mansell about director Ben Wheatley's new film, High Rise. So for you, Clint, when you first found out about not only working with Ben, but working on this book adaptation at J.D. Ballard Film, you know, I'd assume that for you, this is a story that you were, had been already familiar with. What was your first kind of exposure to his writings?
1: Well, it, it would have been High Rise, you know, um, back when I was at school, I did, uh, you know, English literature was, was one of my main subjects, and... Um, uh, in the early '80s, when I was studying, I suppose um, Ballard was, you know, the enfant terrible, I suppose, of British mm-hmm. literature. I mean, he, he may still, still well be, you know. Um, uh, so it was, it was, it was very uh, new then, you know. So I've, I've known it for like 40 years, I guess. So it was um, a very uh, yeah, I was very excited when the, when when not only for working with Ben, whose work I, I really like, mm. but you know then it, to the um, ballad adaptation and particularly um, High Rise, which uh, the producer Jeremy Thomas had been trying to get made for like you know thirty odd years, and sure. that was a, a real a, another excitement thing, because a lot of the films that Jeremy produced in the 70s with directors like Nicholas Roeg and. And that were were really influential on me when I was really young, you know. So to Mm. get the chance to work with somebody like that was uh, was fantastic. I mean, it really was a dream project for me.
0: Yeah. What is it about Ben's work and his aesthetic, and just the subject matter of you know this film taking kind of taking place in the '70s? What is it about all these kind of attributes that that come together, styles that really make this an attractive project for you?
1: Well, watching Ben's films is. there's an experience involved in, in them, and uh, I think that's something that's really lacking from modern filmmaking. We've, right. you know, we've sort of boiled it down to this cookie-cutter idea that a film's gotta be 90 minutes long, it's gotta begin the middle and end, it's gotta be this, it's gotta be that, you know? Whereas I, I just don't see that that's everything a film needs to be, you know? I mean. Uh, like I say, watching Ben's films, they're they're an experience, and uh, for me as a as a composer for, for music for things like that, it, it just opens so many uh, other opportunities, you know. So it's it's fun and it's challenging, and it's it's creative, you know. That's mm-hmm. sort of what what lights my candle, I suppose, you know.
0: Yeah, and just so much of this film's structure, it's 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 kind of this theme of getting lost. There's this kind of confusion that ensues and mm. for you what, what was it about just knowing that it's a non-traditional story structure but then also the characters are kind of non-traditional in the sense of it doesn't feel like there's a hero which it feels like right yeah um well, well you, yeah
1: you know, yeah you know i mean that all those things sort of force you to move in other directions you know because ultimately the but the score is uh, responding to and supporting what's happening on on, on the film, you know, in the yeah. film on camera. So you know, if 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 the film isn't going to certain places, you can't go there either. So you're you're forced into different ways of, of um, addressing things, and uh, you know, that's that again, that's sort of what I find exciting. You know, I mean. Um, I say a lot of films are very formulaic, and, and that's mm-hmm. fine, you know. I mean, I I love those films too, but I just don't particularly get excited about working on them, you know, because I want yeah. something something more to happen.
0: Yeah, and I think something about this film is that stories kind of will dictate, you know, what you need, and for you, it, it gets dark. This film takes a turn um, mm-hmm. in, in a way that I think audiences would, would, you know, shy away from in the sense that the mood is there's just like this madness that gets introduced and and then how, how do you describe the dynamics of your score of the journey of your music of kind of representing the twisting of uh of the characters
1: you know i i spend a lot of time sort of um absorbing the film i suppose and trying to sort of i don't know just really feel it you know and um it takes uh a lot of time to sort of boil that down into the musical ideas and where the, you know, where those twists need to happen and where it needs to pick up, where it's going to drive, where it's going to pull back, you know. Um, but, but you know, I can't do that without sort of, like I say, sort of uh, submerging myself in the film so I, I, I can feel it, you know. It's, um, it's, uh, it's not a very scientific process for me because, you know, I, I, I kind of believe, and it sort of sounds a bit uh, nonsense, but you know, it's like a sculptor says that the statue is already in the block of stone. I've just got to get it out, you know. And yeah. for me, like the film tells you very, very stridently what it what it responds to musically and what it doesn't, you know. So it's almost like I've got a I've got to like you know say absorb the movie so much that I can. Kind of channel what it's telling me, if you like, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I I know it sounds all very pretentious and whatever, but <laughs> but the film really does dictate what it needs, and so ultimately, you know, you're just trying to unlock that that secret. So it's, it's so to some degree, it's already there. You just got to find it, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and and so it becomes for me a very sort of, like I say, it's sort of it's it's not really a, it's like the Bruce Lee quote, you know. Um, don't think feel you know that's mm-hmm. sort of what my kind of mantra is really and and then you know the film will guide me where it needs me to go
0: Yeah. you know when you first work you know you go through the initial pre-production stages and you potentially spot the film even with Ben how did you guys want to treat the music what, what was the the character of the music initially in terms of what maybe Ben was asking you of your involvement for contributing
1: yeah I mean it, it was uncertain to begin with because you know we knew that uh the film gets very dark you know Mm -hmm. so we 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 needed the sort of front of the film to have some some life if you like you know and um i sort of figured out that really you know this 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 building it's uh it's been sold to people on uh you know in the way that we do sell things now you know uh have buy this and you know you'll make more money you'll sleep with more men or women or whatever you know just selling you a dream you know and if you can if you can buy into the dream then you kind of feel like you're better than everybody else so I sort of wanted this sort of faux pomposity you know of these people who just think they're great and they're living this lovely life in this uh, modern high rise you know
0: Um,
1: and then you know bit by bit you undermine that
0: pompousness you know and uh, you start finding out that there's you know it's not as pretty as it all looks. When you're trying to create space in your track and I think just listening through just the music by itself there's just incredible mm-hmm. space that you create and there's m- notes in that space in that silence what is it about your compositions for this film that you think is different from, you know, I, I, think, well, I think of like these themes of isolation and control you know even mm-hmm. things that kind of come up in even a film like Black Swan. Right. So what, what is it about this film that made this different in your mind?
1: just after i'd sort of signed on to do the film um my girlfriend died and um i i I dropped out of the film spoke to ben i said look you know i I just can't do it you know Mm -hmm. i'm not going to be in the right space and he understood you know and um you know i i I dropped out of all, all all my work at that point just to sort of you know try and recuperate if you like you know and Deal with what had happened, but um, <clears throat> I went to England and I, um, I I arranged to meet with Ben just to say hello and uh, you know talk about you know possibly keeping in touch and finding something to work on in the future you know and um, and Ben uh, well, you know when I met him he said well look you know we're not under much of a time constraint what if we wait for you you know a couple of months you think you know. And it, it was brilliant, you know. That was uh, that was so kind of him to sort of, uh, you know, afford me that that opportunity, you know. And um, <coughs> so when I came back to the film, I can only think that, you know, you're you are a the product of your experiences, you know. And um, and uh, Heather's death really, you know, changed me. And. Uh, so, I can only think that that would change the music I would kind of write, you know? Um, to what effect, I don't really know, but I know that when, when I'd written the score and... Uh, you know, I, we went to Belgium to record, and I was with my, my regular team of Jeff Foster, who's a recording and mixing engineer, and my co-producer, and, my co- producer, and uh, Matt Dunkley, who's my orchestrator and conductor. And they both remarked that they that whilst they thought this was a score that sounded like me, it felt very different from things we'd done before, you know. And, um, you know, I, I, I like I say, um, it's it, it, my mantra really is don't think, feel, you know, and I just feel that, um, you know, when experiences that you have change you and, you and you respond differently to the things around you, you know. Um, and being a musician you know writing music I, I, I when I write something I uh, you know I kind of know when it feels right to me you know and and that's just me responding to to the music to the work I've done if you like and if it if it doesn't feel quite right I might not be able to put my finger on what it is but I know I've got to keep working until I get to a point where you know it's, it, it's, it's sort of weird I always think of it like um uh, I heard that, you know, if you've got, uh, you know, ringing in your ears, or sort of tinnitus or whatever, that you can sort of knock out that ringing by dialing in the same frequency, you know, and it, the, the two will sort of cancel each other out. And I, and I sort of feel like that about my music, That that's... It, it, it feels right when, when whatever's inside me is, is, is matching what the music is now doing, you know, and, and, and suddenly i get to a, a sort of a very peaceful place. Um, and so, you know, like I say, the experiences that you have undoubtedly change you, so you respond differently to, to uh, external stimulations, you know, even if that's the music I'm making. And so, you know, you, th- th- what feels right to you, like he's changed so you know perhaps that just helps push you in a different direction and you know for me as I say it's all about feelings and gut instincts you know and I'll just go like okay that that feels right now you know and um you know to to sort of execute that though you know like I say with Matt and Jeff you know that's it's you know we've worked together for like you know 10 years or, or something you know and so they kind of know what I'm doing what I'm looking for and how to sort of help me achieve that you know and it was uh, it was great to be able to um, really try some different things on this score you know I mean we, we I said we recorded in Belgium and uh, we had quite a lot of time to be honest for the amount of music that, that we had so we gave us a chance to not, not to sort of overdo things I don't think but just be able to take our time and get sound sorted and you know and, and kind of really appreciate the, 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 what we'd got you know it was, it was um, you know, for saying that the start of the project really, you know, was probably obviously the worst experience of my life, but at the same time, the actual project itself became one of the best experiences of my life, you know. It was uh, it was a good one.
0: It's incredible for you to, uh, I mean, to think about just the journey of recording an album and, and, you know, when you come out on the other side, on this side, of finishing and looking back and reflecting on you know the choices and how mm-hmm. you went about composing the tracks what is it what is it like are there specific tracks cuz for me i've incredible i just have specific notes on a few of the tracks it's just really incredibly haunting in a good way of usage of harps and strings and even the right. um, glass harmonica mhm mm-hmm. what is it what was, what was it about the instruments on this film that made a lot of sense even though the film is you know something that's taking place supposedly in the 70s but yet not really representing musically the the music of the '70s,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a that was um, a, a tough a tough line to walk, really, because you know, whenever you're doing something, particularly the '70s, because like the fashions and stuff like that can, can appear quite outlandish and give and give perhaps a, an un an unrequired comic element at the wrong time. You know, you might want that comic element at other times, but so it's a very fine line. You know, I didn't want to sort of get into sort of like a retro based. Score, but at the same time, you know, I think the pres—when well, I say precedent—but stylistically, you know, uh, uh, we had the bark stuff at the beginning and the end of the film, and you know that sort of set a, a, a mood, really. And so, you know, and then you've, you've got sort of classic examples of of music of that ilk, of that classical music approach, you know, with things like *A Clockwork Orange* and. You know things like that that sort of give you gave you a, a palette if you like of, of an approach, and um, yeah, you know I mean it it, it really was a, a an amalgamation of a, a lot of things. You know I mean I'd written um, I'd written a, a synth part on on um, on a previous score, and Matt and Jeff when they heard it said oh. Um, we know something that can really do that, you know. And this was the, the glass harmonica, you know. And I used it a bit on a, on, a, on a previous film, and then and I th- I knew I wanted to use it on on High Rise, you know. And uh, so that sort of started giving me a, a, a another sort of texture, another part of the palette, you know. And we wanted things to feel a little off-kilter you know and so that was when i started bringing in things like the marimbas and the, and the and the gamelan and you, you know the tuning can go a little bit and just feel like things are sort of unraveling a little bit you know um and like i say it was it was a lot of experimentation but it was a lot of fun you know because there's
0: such anarchy in the in the building you know yeah one of the tracks blood gardens was mm-hmm. just incredibly uh it's it's like there's it feels like there's a, a forward kind of rhythm with with the marimbas but yet like the blasting and the contrast of these melodies and the piano string hits and just mm-hmm. it's very unexpected but unexpected in a good way which which i felt right. is representative of the storyline so what was Ben's feedback to the music structure i mean because obviously you guys have established a language
1: yeah well um ben's very good with music you know and um uh what I did pretty early on was uh, the first. De- you know, we talked about stuff and just different ideas, and and uh, you know, I just started writing some 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 themes, just get some ideas going. You know, from the yeah. from the uh, from the first lot of footage I saw, and um, I then sort of bounced them out as stems and and sent them to Ben so that he because. Ben and his wife Amy edit the movies themselves so he could he could put it into his rig and he could you know try different things with it you know and then he'd send it back to me and and he'd say like oh I tried it here it seems to work pretty nice or I took out this part and and so we sort of got this um back and forth going like that you know and um the ideas built up kind of quite quickly in that way to be honest there was you know there's a few that that didn't make the grade but. I sort of got a good a good start on it, and then Ben came over and, uh, to LA for about five days, and we would work. Just go through the music in the day or the morning or something, and Ben would give me notes, and then I'd he'd go off to do some other stuff, whatever. And then I'd work through the rest of the day. The ideas we talked on, and then he'd come back on the night. We'd go through them, and he'd give me some more notes, and we just did this for, like, say five days, I think, and. Uh, Pretty much by the time he left, the score was done, or what wasn't done, but I, I knew where it needed to be and all that sort of stuff, you know, so it was, um, it, it, it went really well, it was a very, really good collaborative experience, you know, and um, like I say, I, th- I think uh, a good collaboration is one where you, you end up somewhere that you never would have expected or somewhere that you, you probably couldn't have got on your own, you know, I mean, Yes, I may write, write the music, but it, it's very collaborative to get that music to be the right music,
0: you know. For you, and during your writing process, do you is it the type of thing where you, you'll get some melodic ideas, themes, uh, general structure of songs and try to take it as far as you can? Or is it something that you prefer to do? Do you jump around or do you really try to put the period at the end of the sentence for each of your tracks? No, you I, 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 I jump around a lot, you know, because... Every piece
1: informs every other piece, I think you know, and um, it's uh, if you completed a, a piece, if you like, I mean you know I'm, I'm, what I mean by that is it's it's more than a sketch it's there, but you, you know you might not have you know it might not just be the final polish you know but but every piece sort of influences every other piece you know, and um, uh, what you learn. From one piece can be applied to another, and you know you go like, "Ah, oh, well, actually, the extra the counter melody I need in this part actually is from this theme here because it 's so and so 's music, and if we put that in here that 's going to bring the two together and or whatever it might be you know so so to some degree you know you it, 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 it 's it's, it's like it 's like painting, I suppose you know you, you sort of put the undercoat on or the the preliminary." coat, you know, and then you, you start adding on top of that, you know, um, and it, it, it evolves. And so,
0: so nothing's ever finished until it's all finished, if you know what I mean. There's always something a little more. And for you, do you find that you're more of a morning or evening? Like, I, I can't imagine finding the time or to get, like you said, to get your headspace in the right.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm very much a morning person as far as it goes with, um, mm-hmm. with writing, because I just feel my head is it clearer, it's emptier, it's, yeah. not, you know, it's not getting sort of um, pulled in ten different directions by emails and TV and stuff like that, you know, so if I can sort of get started earlier in the morning, yeah, that sort of works better for me.
0: What, and how do you tend to surround yourself in that space? Is it something that you'll be, you'll be listening to some other music or, you know, what is your environment usually, how controlled or uncontrolled do you find it needs to be?
1: Well, there's there's undoubtedly,
0: well, hopefully there's a a
1: period you hit, you know, perhaps about two-thirds of the way in when you kind of go, okay, it's working. Um, We know what we've got and everybody's liking it and it's doing what we need it to do. And from there, you can kind of start enjoying it to some degree and and, and experimenting with what you can actually do with it now that it's working, if you like, you know. Mm -hmm. can you tweak it just a little bit more and... And what you know what can you find out about it you know so that's that's sort of uh kind of my favorite period but that 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 would happen in my own studio you know that's sort of
0: um, just something I would be doing well, for you what's the balance of technology that kind of influences how your music comes out versus you know a, a more maybe acoustic kind of traditional approach
1: um, again, I sort of bounce around really you know because i've got've got the piano and the yeah. And when I'm first watching a film, I'll probably watch it with my, my guitar, just so that I could sort of strum along a little bit and get the get the rhythm of the film, you know, more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, it's um, you know, it, you want to sort of capture everything you do, so the computer sort of really comes into its own when you start doing ideas, you know, and then you start getting a few things that work, and and then figuring out what the instrumentation is going to be from there, you know. So. It, it it sort of,
0: it, it definitely flows between both. Yeah. Are there staples in your studio or software plugins or sounds that you kind of always find yourself going back to? Yes and no, I suppose. You know, I mean, um, a lot of the time,
1: you know, you might just want to pull up some banks that, you know, you know work because mm. you're just trying to get some ideas going and not really too worried at the moment about anything. You know, it might just be, it feels like it's going to be a traditional sort of, Instrumentation-wise, score. So you go, okay, let's just get a few things going and see see what works. But um, you know, it 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 it, it sort of develops as you're going through, and, and what, as I say, what the film's responding to and what it's telling you it needs, you know. And um, you might, I mean, I just did um, I did an episode of a new uh, Netflix series called Black Mirror that um, yeah, that's They've, they've, it's an English show, but they've picked up for the new season over here. And you know, in the course of that, I I I needed sounds that I didn't really have, you know. And um, so I, I went and bought um, new software stuff for for sort of um, you know an FM-based sort of uh, synthesizer that was the sound of what I was looking for, you know. So it's a it's constantly changing, really. You know, depending on what the film's telling you, it needs.
0: Yeah. And lastly, I guess for you, Clint, what is it about your own kind of journey through your career and looking back on all the work that you've been able to do, what stands out in terms of the themes or are there aspects to your career that you, you could say, oh, that, that makes a lot of sense or I can't imagine, you know, when you, when you reflect on how you've navigated mm. the, the various projects, what is it like to look back and even just more recently with High rise
1: Well, you know, I, I, I guess a, a while ago, I figured out
0: maybe what
1: my role is in 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 what i'm doing here you know and i realized that you know for me to do my best work or work that i'm proud of or work that i'm excited by i need to be inspired by the projects you know i mean um, uh at one time i think i thought i'm I'm a film composer so i should just write music for films and i would do pretty much anything that anybody offered me because Mm -hmm. i probably needed the money but i certainly needed the experience you know Um, to learn the craft, you know, and and whilst I still have loads to learn, there's always something new to learn, but I sort of figured out that, you know, maybe I'm not um, <clears throat> the sort of job in composer that perhaps I thought I might be. Um, perhaps I'm more of a, I don't know, I'd perhaps dip into it rather than it be my sort of career from now on, if you like, because. Because, I, 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 you know, the, the films that are getting made in the mainstream aren't really exciting me that much. That's, I mean, obviously that's a generalization, but there'll always be something interesting come along, hopefully. But in general, you know, nobody's coming to me to score, you know, Fast and the Furious 8 or anything right, like right. that, you know. And, and not that I would want to do those yeah, things. Yeah, sure. So, I, can't, I can't imagine
0: but, what that would sound like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean though those things work in a certain kind of way and I, I don't believe I would I would be able to do what, what what's yeah. required for, you know. But but the reality of it is is that, you know, I do like more esoteric types of films and you know, I, I guess I just wanna go down the path that of stuff that I that, that inspires me, excites me, and I think that I could bring something to it, you know. Um and so, you know, I was just gonna be on the on the hunt for 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 areas where I think I can do something good you know and um, and, and really be appreciative of that that's, a, that's sort of and and you know I think over the past few years I've sort of been able to do that you know the the, the projects that I go for um you know uh, tend to be on the you know
0: the more independent side I suppose but you know they speak to me and I think that brings out the best in me yeah that's fantastic clint it's really exciting to have a chance to hear this music and just experience the film it's I think for somebody who's interested in going into music composition it really sets the bar high in terms of finding your voice uh, well, understand well, thank you very much yeah understanding just what it means to to tell a story through music so congratulations and, and for folks who want to kind of continue following your work well, where's a good place to uh, do that uh, I've got a website which is you now clintmansell.com but
1: uh, which you can sort of sign up for for um, you know just newsletters and stuff that's going on and that. But but I'm you know I'm I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty busy on Twitter you know uh, uh, which is uh, at I
0: am Clint Mansell and you know you can sort of keep up with what I'm up to through that you know. Yeah, it's it's you never really quite know if uh, someone uses it or not until they say that that that's the best way to get a hold of them. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I know some people have um, uh, people run those things for them,
1: but I, I do my own Twitter because, to be honest, I keep in touch with a lot of friends through that. You know, the, in 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 music mm-hmm. and in film, it's a really sort of simple way to uh, to connect.
0: You know, and uh, yeah, so you know, I'm, I'll 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 let people know what I'm up to through that. Fantastic, and, and I guess you know if there's anything that um, people should check out what has caught your attention or something that you've been kind of digging into more recently that you'd like to turn other people on to well to be honest i must admit i've
1: been um i've been sort of looking backwards a little bit of, of I, I i uh i recently got a hulu um a subscription and uh they've got the entire criterion collection on there so um so i've sort of been dipping into things on there you know particularly uh, tarkovsky which uh You know, it's sort of what I was talking about, about how, you know, we've decided that films ought to be these 90-minute, three-act type of things, but then you watch something like Tarkovsky, and it's a completely different experience, completely different mood, you know. And I've just been enjoying things like that, I must admit, at the moment. Although I'm looking forward to um, Captain America Civil War, because, uh, you know, I'm a, a big comic book fan, so... Yeah.
0: That's that's on my radar. Alright, fantastic. Well, <laughs> thank you, Clint. It was a lot of fun and I look forward to more of your work.
1: Well thanks very much. Appreciate you calling.